0: Uploading. I think that's fine.
1: Yeah. Well, it says recording.
0: Oh. Oh, Well, I guess we should start talking then. (laughs) I thought I'd do today. Hello, and welcome to BBC Radio Four. Today, I am. Who's? What's the Desert Island Disc host's name? Uh, Are we doing that now? Yeah. Oh, hang on. It's changed over the years, but I don't know what she's called now. What's your um experience of Desert Island Discs?
1: My experience of Desert Island Discs is literally about three. I don't know. Three minutes. Yeah, I, haven't heard I told you the before. concept
0: literally before I hit record and then you I surprised did. hit record on this and now I'm going to you know, press you for your Desert Island disc. You absolutely are. So I think usually it's eight, eight songs, a book and a luxury and I think for the BBC version, hello, welcome to BBC Radio 4, they give you the Bible as a given because I think probably back in the day everyone was saying, oh, I'd like to take the Bible. Um, so that's, oh, you know, right. the Bible's there. Let's start with the luxury. What luxury item would you take to your oh, desert island? no, I think that's the hardest one. What is a luxury yeah, that's item? that's why I mean, we're starting with it, yeah. What's
1: a luxury item I mean that I would take?
0: Um, How about a velvet chaise lounge? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, whilst I do want a velvet chaise lounge, it's not actually what I would take to a desert island with me. What would I take as a luxury? I mean, I'm assuming that this is like obviously this is like, you know, not... Literal. It's not like a plane has crashed. It's not literal. Pit- I'm okay.
0: not. We're not actually going to get you a plane ticket and send you to a <laughs> desert island. There. <no.
1: laughs> um, okay. What is what 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 is my what is my luxury item that I would take?
0: I think phone's like a boring answer. So I'm going nah, to. Nah, it wouldn't be phone. It wouldn't be phone.
1: Probably. I mean, the phone's not worth anything when it charge. The battery dies, and you know, yeah, you can't call anybody. You've got no reception on a deserted island. Yeah. Um. Probably. Oh, I don't know. I'd like to say something really smart and intelligent so people think I'm really clever. Like, I don't know, yeah. one of those Swiss Army knives or something. Right. Is that a luxury?
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, once you've used the knife, you know, the tweezers and the corkscrew don't, you know, don't really have much to be used.
1: <laughs> people are going to be like, oh, that's so shit. What would I take? I mean, look, I don't know. I mean, what's a luxury item that I love that I would really, really want? I do love gummy bears. So I'd probably like a bag of gummy bears. I mean, it'd be pretty shit because they'd melt, but I'd probably still eat them.
0: Well, you know, there's probably a little bit of shade under a coconut tree where you can keep your gummy <laughs> bears. <laughs> How many packets before you think you'd be sick of gummy bears though?
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, probably yeah. depends if the people from Haribo are listening. If you're listening, people from Haribo, send me all the gummy bears. Um, if yeah. you're not listening, um, probably, I don't know, half a pack and then I'd be like, okay, well, we'll just save that for later.
0: Okay, so half a pack of gummy bears.
1: One gummy bear a day. one 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 gummy One gummy bear a day or something to get myself through the deserted island experience.
0: And in terms of a book, is there something you'd take?
1: Yes. It would be I know this one, and this is a good one. It is Can I guess? Can I guess? I'll go on, guess. You're going to be wrong.
0: Like me, I've forgotten the name of everything, but there's that. One you found when we were shopping once at a market in Surrey Hills in Sydney, I believe, and it was, it's those um, underpants models from the seventies. Oh. do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was. I'm fabulous. guessing that's not um, it. Then, judging by your laughter, <laughs> that's not it. That's not it. No.
1: It's so got your memory is so strange. You can't remember anything, but you remember that. Um, yeah. it's um, you're talking about the um, the complete history of the American men's physique pictorial. Which is like those is that three. What it was? Yeah, it's the three. I thought it was a
0: brand like Tom. It's of, Tom
1: of Finland, is the, Tom of Finland. Tom of Finland the is thing the, I'm trying to think of. The artist who drew the images that were used in American Physique Pictorial, which was like a fitness magazine kind of thing in America in like the 40s and 50s and 60s. Yeah. So I just bought the complete collection of them in book form. Gotcha. Um, and uh, people often reference them when they come into the house because they are very striking. But that's not what I would take. No, but it's so funny that you think I would take that. What would I do with this? What
0: would it be good for?
1: Having I don't a wake, No, you I suppose. were very
0: proud. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. I just thought it was like a nice art, you know, table book. Oh yeah,
1: because all the monkeys and the snakes and birds on an island are going to be like, sure, show me that cartoon of a bloke with a giant dick in leather pants.
0: <laughs> oh, you know the same monkeys I do. Cool. Um, <laughs> so, what was, what are you actually going to take? What's the book you're taking? I then? would
1: take. Um, it's a book by Bill Bryson, and it's called A Short yeah. History of Nearly Everything.
0: All right, it's oh, a really great book. Is, yeah. And you're not just picking that to make you seem smart and funny. And
1: I think we've probably <laughs> look. We're doing a podcast about Bido for God's sake. I think we've crossed yeah. the, the we've crossed the precipice of anybody possibly thinking that we're smart. Well, me at least, anyway.
0: Okay, so the big question is: quick, you've got three minutes to. You've got to grab. You're standing in front of your wall of all your CD singles that you had <laughs> nine ninety five a pop at, in the you know as a teenager. Uh, anyway, we'll move past that. Um. You've got two minutes to grab two minutes now to grab your three favorites. FBI are on the way. Go. Well,
1: okay. They wouldn't be CD singles, but it would probably be um, all I can think about right now is Marsha Hines, you, because I was talking about it with you earlier and that wouldn't be one of the songs um okay, yeah. i would probably be oh god what do i love what, what i'll let you do
0: is you can listen to marcia Hines. you as you're grabbing your favorites just so it's like stuck <laughs> it fresh would, in your Hines head. you
1: it would not even yeah. come anywhere near i don't even know i know i just can't get it in my <laughs> mind um what would i love what would i what would i want with me
0: forever oh my god this is really hard um I mean, if any of the members of Bardo are listening now, they're going to be, like, scratching their heads a little bit, I think. <laughs> 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 are we not going to come up?
1: <laughs> no, I'm afraid. I probably, if you, if you if this was like, you know, I could have eight albums, maybe I'd take the debut de- Bardo album or maybe the second yeah. album. I don't know. Well, we can um,
0: we can take it up to eight. Desert Island Discs, they do eight. Nah, so
1: I, don't, I can't even get three of them. I can't do eight. Um, okay, yeah. I would take, if I had to pick three songs, just songs, I yeah. really love probably old songs because they remind me of my mum. Even now when I play them, I when I listen to old music, older music, I listen to it and think of my mum yeah. and um, they make me kind of happy. So I would probably pick Fleetwood Mac, um, I don't know, Go Your Own Way or Dreams or probably Go Your Own Way, I think. I love that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Maybe The Carpenters. Yeah. We've only just begun or something. I know that's really uh-huh. naff and you really wanted some trashy pop music, but I think I'd probably pick some melancholic music. So if I'm stuck in a desert island, I could think of my mum.
0: Some lilting 70s folk. <laughs> yeah.
1: And maybe a Beatles song because my dad and my sister love the oh, Beatles. Yeah. And I'd probably, yeah. I don't know, I love I love Gotta Get You Into My Life. Oh, that's such a good one. Which is such I a mean- good song.
0: For some, like randomly I had put the Beatles on the other day and I think a sign that you're getting older is when you start getting teary, like the most random things. Does this start happening to you yet?
1: So Yeah, it happens a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. like it you know, a lot. It could be an ad or something like that, random, uh, that you wouldn't normally start to tear up at. But for some reason the other day I was listening to Happiness is a Warm Gun by the Beatles and there's just this chord change in it and I was for some reason, like I was, you know, toasting some cheese sandwiches at the same time, and my eyes started to well up. I was like, "That is so weird." Like, what? Out of all the Beatles songs, <laughs> somehow "Happiness Is a Warm Gun," which I'm pretty sure is about injecting some kind of drug into your system. Probably, um, yeah. That that's the one that got me. You know.
1: <laughs> well, that does look. I I agree. I, I definitely have a bit of a gris. I'll get a bit teary with certain moments in songs now and TV shows and ads on TV or whatever, more than I ever used to. Um, But, yeah, I think I would probably pick those songs because they're sort of melancholic songs for me. And if I was stuck on an island, I'd like to think of my mum and my dad and my sisters and stuff. Probably. I say that now being nice. None of those bastards are fucking listening to the podcast. So, <laughs> I mean, I really should have picked something better. Those arseholes aren't even listening, so we're not even making advertising dollars off of them. <laughs> Fuck them. I take it all back.
0: Well, that was a lovely answer. And I've Thank welled you. up just as much as when I listened to Happiness as a Warm Gun. <laughs>
1: What would you take? What's your luxury item?
0: Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd, I'd really want to be comfortable. So, you know, it sounds lame, but I'd want to take, like, a really good mattress, I think, because who knows what the sleeping conditions are. Although, having said that, when I was a teenager. It's a deserted I if,
1: island, Alex. There's not going to be great sleeping conditions. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you the tip. Well,
0: yeah. I don't know if, did you know this or not, but I had this, period the you know in my later teens where I was still you know still living at my parents house so I must have been 17 16 or 17 but I decided I wanted to not sleep on my mattress but in a hammock yes so you remember this I could so yes. I got a like a hammock frame and put up a hammock. I tried to block it out. I put up a hammock <laughs> and I slept in that for probably three or four nights before realising how much you rely on the mattress for the warmth while you're sleeping <laughs> because it was absolutely totally. freezing. And, you know, it was the middle of summer as far as I can recall. And it was hot during the day, but just the absolute freezingness of being in a hammock was too much. Was that,
1: that bedroom was dark green, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, yeah it was in that one with um, the hammock.
0: And do you remember what yeah. I started sleeping in next? I don't know, probably a futon or something. What was <laughs> it? was it? worse than that. So I, from Kmart, I believe, there was some inflatable like paddling pools that you could get for about $18. And what I did, and I think it's probably to this date the comfiest bed I've ever had. Was I blew I blew it up and I put all my duvet and pillows and whatever I had into it and sort of made this giant nest in the middle of my bedroom, <laughs> and just the neck support you got off the side of that inflatable <laughs> children's you, paddling pool was off the hook. <laughs> your
1: poor mother, that poor woman. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, a nice comfy mattress, I think.
1: Okay. Well, sure. I mean, I think that's a bit impractical. Actually,
0: pool. no. I'm switching it to the paddling pool with. Like the nest, the paddling pool nest. I'm going to take that.
1: And then I guess you could fill it up with water when you need to be cool on the land and you don't want to get attacked by anything. And it could act as like a rain shield.
0: Exactly. And then during the day you could go for a float. Yeah. That would be very
1: (laughs) handy, actually. I like that thought. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm going to stick with that one then. In terms of a book, I'd probably just take something blank with some charcoal so I could do some drawings, I think. I don't know. It's such a poison chalice having to name a book, I think, that you'd want to take because, you know, whatever you say is going to make you sound like you're trying to, you know, well, like pick up wanker. your own. Yeah, exactly. So actually, you know what, I'm going to take Mister Men- No, a Richard Scarry book or a Where's Wally. Oh, great choice. Where's w- I'm going to take a Where's Wally, the original Where's Wally book, I reckon. <laughs>
1: that would be great. I'm down for that. I mean, I I, I totally get it. I think the book one's a hard one because you either sound like a wanker or you sound like you're bullshitting. I nearly said like a David Sedaris book. I probably.
0: I love David Sedaris too. That would be so
1: funny. Like I think at least you'd have something to laugh at. But then I was like, no, I think because what if somebody like, what if like an ancient tribe or something was on this island and they found my body and they all of a sudden miraculously figured out how to read in English, Mm. maybe they would then read A Short History of Nearly Everything by Bill Bryson and then they would yeah. understand what was happening around them. That was kind of what I was thinking.
0: Yeah, whereas if it was a David Sedaris book, then they'd just hear an anecdote <laughs> about when he had a dwarf teaching him guitar. <laughs> Pretty
1: much. But they'd laugh. Yeah, they yeah a, exactly. Oh, hell, yeah, they laughed.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are the songs? What are your songs that you'd pick?
0: Uh, yeah, again, I mean, this is uh, – I'm a bit worried because, you know, we've put ourselves as pop culture experts and probably most of my taste is a little <laughs> – a little bit off the beaten track, I'd say. Um, so the I'm gonna name a couple of songs and you're not gonna possibly even know what they are, and either will anyone else. One of them is sort of semi tied in with the Beatles, because it's this band called the Bonzo Dog Duda Band. Are you familiar with them? No, it sounds
1: no. chaotic as fuck.
0: <laughs> so they were sort of, like they were British, but it was like a comedy band from the sixties, and I think Paul McCartney produced the their album. They do like they do all these stupid songs, and there's one called "Hunting Tigers." That for some reason, um, it's actually one of my earliest memories as being on my dad's shoulders. It's Alamanga Market, and he was buying this uh, record um, of the Bonzo Dog Doodah band. And for some That's reason, cute. it would just get played every Christmas, and even to this day, me and my cousins sit around on Christmas Day and sing along to that album.
1: The Bonzo Dog Doodah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So much to the yeah. horror of sometimes, you know, there'd be like one of my cousins or someone would have a new partner um, that they'd finally bring up the courage to bring to Christmas and they just the look on this like outsider's faces would be sitting there singing Hunting Tigers. And while I'm at it, I'm just going to go for two other songs off that same album. Oh, really? (laughs) Because otherwise I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to take, you know, some Welsh punk rock, you know, from the early 2000s and, you know, no one wants to hear you know, about my Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, uh, you know, <laughs> Here I was thinking, a minute
1: ago you were criticising <laughs> yeah. me for not picking a Bardo song and here yeah. I was thinking maybe you were going to come out with a Scott Kane <laughs> the only <laughs> Scott Kane song or something.
0: No, no, I'm afraid not. I wouldn't even be able to name it other than I think maybe he did a Stevie Wonder song. Actually. He did. He did. Well, yeah. that wasn't a
1: single but, yeah.
0: Okay, well, in that I actually sang that stevie wonder is there anyone on the planet who doesn't like stevie wonder no matter what people's music tastes are i think people like stevie wonder so i'm gonna take one stevie wonder song i think i can't think of the name i believe when i fall in love it'll be forever do you know that one
1: when i fall in love
0: oh it's so good
1: that is one of my that's that is one of my favorite favorite songs um it's in, uh, it's a It's a beautiful moment in Sleepless in Seattle that the song plays over. Oh, uh, really? It's yeah. So, yeah. When I fall, and it's been around. It's, it's at a, the end
0: of High Fidelity as well. Yeah.
1: Oh, is it? It's been around yeah. for a bajillion years. It's been around like way, way before even yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. It's off
0: Talking Book, one of his really early albums with Superstition on it. So
1: yeah. good. It's such a beautiful song. Great choice. Great choice. Yeah.
0: So I'm happy with that. You know, a Stevie Wonder song and a couple of funny songs that, you know, I can sing along to. <laughs> pretend I'm on Christmas. (laughs) I'm
1: so pleased that you put me on the spot for this because now I'm going to have to wait till we hear this again for me to think about what I've said to you. And then I'm going to have to decide whether or not I'm prepared to embarrass myself uh, with these answers.
0: Well, I'll publish it without your permission, so don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be hearing it live along with the rest of the world. Anyway, on that note, uh, yeah, I guess we should sign off. So, you know, listen in. We have episodes, the full episodes are on a Friday. I publish them at about 2 a.m. And then on a Tuesday we have these mini-sodes. And then we've got our little Instagram and the handle is?
1: At Fruity Alexia Podcast.
0: That's it. <laughs> I did that as if I was just throwing to you, but actually I'd forgotten what it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope I, <laughs> hope I can uh, cover that over. <laughs> all right. Well, see you all next time.